0: Prisoner's discretion is advised. of the parties who are listening here tonight on this sunday edition of random stuff now in regards this will be the one of the final three episodes before i go back to my thinking cap. of course it's all about the school stuff and of course it's been like over a week since the international meeting at rome And as of this moment, we're already counting down to the 2024 International Meeting in the United States, but we don't know where it's going to be. But that's alright, we're just counting it down. So, it may be in Indianapolis, it may be in Boston, or New York, or anywhere in California, or any city that is, well, devoted Catholic-ish. I don't know about Las Vegas, though. Anyways, on last week, the race at Michigan International Speedway was uh, very big for both drivers such as Kevin Harvick who ended his uh, very long winless streak and Bubba Wallace who had a very good uh, race week who started first but ended up finishing second. But here's Kevin Harvick's interview with Marty Snyder on uh, his uh, victory that ended his very long winless streak in the Cup Series at Michigan International Speedway last week.
1: Man, I've seen you pull off some clutch wins in your career. You know, championship aside, is this maybe the most clutch win you've ever pulled off?
2: Uh, Just um, good timing for sure. You know, we've had uh, several good runs the last few weeks, uh, Loudon and... Uh, Pocono where the car ran good and, and just you know didn't have everything work out so just really proud of everybody on our Bushlight Apple Ford Mustang uh, they've been digging along all year long, trying to um, make these Mustangs run faster uh, they haven't been great this year but uh, our guys have done a good job in, in trying to uh, take what we have Maximize it and do the things that we need to do. Just really proud of everybody at Stuart Hoffs Racing.
1: Everyone doubted you guys. Did you guys ever doubt yourselves and think we're not going to pull this off with four races to go?
2: Everybody who doubted us doesn't know us. <laughs> they obviously know that we thrive in these, in these types of situations and, you know, a lot of things went our way today, which, um, you know, we haven't had all year long have things go our way and, and have things fall our way. And then there at the end, we pitted, didn't go a lap down, mm-hmm. and, you know, the caution came out, got control of the race. Uh, that's the thing I struggled with the most today was traffic and the restarts and just having to make up ground. But once I got clear track, that baby was hunting. Kevin, with only four shots to do it, did you think
1: the win had to come today at one of your best racetracks?
2: Well, you, you know, I think as, as, you know, I get that question every week, <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Of course, yeah. Yeah, but we don't do anything different. You go out and you try to put yourself in a position to to win the race and and try to capitalize on a day and put a whole day together. And today we put a whole day together.
1: How about these Michigan fans waiting it out through the rain delay? And you seem to enjoy this win a little bit more, Kevin. You soaked it in a little bit more.
2: Why? It's been a while. And, you know, coming to Michigan, this has been a a great place for us. And just got to thank all the fans. Uh, They've stuck with us. through this little dry spell, so hopefully we can we can get back to victory lane uh, again soon. You had this
1: moment with Keelan a few years ago. Now you get to share it with Piper. That's got to be fun, huh?
2: Yeah, she's she's um, <laughs> definitely trying to get used to it. Are you going to go for a ride with me? You going to go? Yeah. All right. There you go. Right, there we go.
1: There you go. How about that, Michigan race fans? Piper's going to go for a ride.
0: Daddy's going to take her to victory lane. It's a short ride, but it's a fun ride for a little kid. You know, there is always a saying: a thrill of victory. And the agony of defeat. Bubba Wallace, who finished second, was a little hard on himself where he said, I failed everybody. Well, here was his uh, post race interview with Parker Klingerman after Bubba Wallace finished second place during the Fire Keepers Casino 400 at Michigan International Speedway. Bubba Wallace finishes second, and Bubba, I saw you take a moment in the car here when you pulled up, and just collecting your thoughts. What was going through your mind here as you pulled up and sat in the car? Uh,
3: just um, replaying replaying everything I could have done. Took the top there on the restart. Thought I could, you know, hang with the four, and just got to racing the five and the twenty-two, and twenty-two did a good job of. Getting another Ford contract, helping a Ford win. Um, just uh, all in all, incredible weekend. Appreciate my team. Uh, wish we could have got Toyota in Victor lane. Wish we could have got McDonald's back in Victor lane. She was fast all week, man. Just uh, uh, I'll wear this one in my heart for a while. I failed everybody.
0: I know you put a lot of pressure on yourself. I mean, it's obviously, you're obviously disappointed here. But you said you would have done something different on that restart. What exactly... Move wise, would you have done different?
3: Uh, got clear of the five sooner. You know he was he was doing his part, putting it on my quarter there, keeping me tight, and just the side by side here allows the four to get the board to get away. Could have taken the top, pushed the four, and then it could I I could have been the five in that scenario, right? So just uh, hate it hate it for our team. It sucks. I saw Booty Barker come up and talk to you, your crew chief Denny Hamlin, your co or what they have to say to you. Ah, Just great job all weekend, I mean it is a hell of a job for our team, so there's a lot of positives in this, but I'm a person that looks at the negatives more than positives, I need to change that, but I want to win so bad, and this was the best opportunity. You can tell Bubba
0: really wanted this one. I'm telling you this right now, Bubba Wallace's time will come. He will win one of those races, other than the rain-shortened race at Talladega, but his car is fast. He showed it during the Michigan race, and now Richmond, one of his um, one of his not so great tracks. He can get to that um, fast track too. He could get, well, you know, he could contend for a win, and shake up the playoff race. And remember, Ryan Blaney and Martin Truex Jr. are into this playoff cutoff line because there's already 15 drivers that have at least one win so if there's one more winner and considered the playoff grid is uh, locked so this is gonna be the biggest shakeup ever what also uh, the shakeup getting bigger is that it involves the house ban for the late show And the uh, host of the late show on CBS has a big announcement on how the house band is going to be for the new era, I should say. I've got news about our dear
4: friend, John Batiste. Now, sharp-eyed viewers may have noticed that John hasn't been here this summer. Well, I have an update. John has decided to leave the show. I know. I feel the same way. But... It's for all the best reasons, including to continue sharing his art with the world. And we wanted to give him a big in-person send-off. Joe Walsh was going to pop out of a cake. Thank you, Joe. a good man. Good man. But John's not in town. Uh, I hope he's cutting his new album, and I hope it's called More Grammys, Please. We have been... So lucky to have a front-row seat to John's incredible talent for the past seven years. And will we miss him here? Yeah! Yeah! But we're happy for you, John, and I can't wait to have you back on as a guest with your next hit record. I love you. But, as happy, as happy as I am for John, I am thrilled for us. You guys, I have the privilege to announce that this incredible band is staying right there and that our new band leader is the one, the only, Mr. Lewis Cato, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Lewis. Come on. If you've been watching, if you've been watching, and I hope you have, you know that Lewis has done a great job this summer and he's very humble So he won't say this, but I will. He is a musical genius. He can basically play... He can basically play every instrument on that stand over there. Give him an afternoon, he'll learn how to play Mozart on a (laughs) shoehorn. So ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce,
0: for the first time, Louis Cato and the Late Show Band. (laughs) That's right, folks. With the departure of John Baptiste, the house band will no longer be called... Stay human. Yes, as uh, the Late Show guy pointed out, it is now Louis Kato and the Late Show band. It's kind of like the Doc Severinsen and the NBC Orchestra or Paul Schaefer with the world's most dangerous band, but on in the CBS era with David Letterman hosted the Late Show, they preferred to as the CBS Orchestra for obvious reasons for the licensing and rights. Now... I am gonna miss John Baptiste and his COW BLOODED REACTION Now Louis Cato Who has been with the band uh, During John Baptiste's time as the leader Of the house band called Stay Human Is now taking the helms For the first time as the leader And now Louis Cato Is gonna have a Heck of a time as the new leader of the house band for The Late Show on CBS. And of course, September 6th will be the 8th season and will be the first season full-time under Louis Kato Louis and The Late Show Band. This is gonna be something. But after this brief ad, everybody knows the passing of Olivia Newton-John one of the international superstars of her time. And now, after this brief ad, I've said that twice already, but I'll say it again. After this brief ad, we're gonna get to listen to her talk with Gail King back in 2019 for the uh, CBS Sunday Morning telecast. So stay tuned, folks, on this Sunday edition of random stuff.
5: Ah, oh. oh, where's Calvin? He said he'd be here. Oh. Hi, guys. Ready to hoop?
0: Whoa. Whoa! What are those sick kicks? Andre Drummond's big ass feet. Nice.
5: Oh.
6: Hi kids.
4: Oh. Two-time NBA All-Star
0: Andre. Drunin.
6: That's right. And if you want to be a two-time All-Star like me, you better be ready to walk a mile in my feet. A.D. Baffs are
1: the only shoes scientifically molded from Andre Drummond's big-ass feet. Every detail is painstakingly recreated by a team of podiatrists and disgraced NASA engineers. We want to be All-Stars, too!
6: You got it! (laughs) It's so comfortable. You feel like you're playing
2: barefooted. Just like the pros wish they could.
5: I love my big-ass feet. They make me run so fast.
6: Nice. Now you're getting it. quick
0: You have some big-ass feet, Andre.
6: And thanks to me, you do too.
0: Oh, my ankle hurts.
6: I am not liable.
1: A.D. Babs are not just for basketball. They are so comfortable and stylish, you can wear them everywhere. Night or day, work or play. A.D. Babs is the shoe for you. we game of A.D. Babs. Order now and get the six toe on me. A.D. Babs. Get yours at Weird Foot Locker.
0: Sable Incorporated And we back folks Now let's get to one of the throwback segments I like to call Throw It Back Well in case none of you Know about the death of Olivia Newton-John Now you know It was on August 8th she was 73 at that time, and a lot of fans were saddened because Olivia Newton-John had to fight against breast cancer, but this time she lost, and outpouring support from fans and friends, even Olivia's daughter, um, and her co-star, of Greece, John Travolta, paid tribute to her, and back on September ninth, 2019, she got an exclusive interview with CBS Mornings' Gail King, also the 2019 season of uh, CBS Sunday Mornings was also the season premiere, and here to introduce that is the host, the current host of CBS Sunday Mornings, Jane Hawley.
6: the new season on Sunday morning. And here again is Jane Pauley. That's just one of the many hits Olivia Newton-John has to her credit. But along with success, there's been illness, which she meets with no small measure of courage. Our Sunday profile is from Gail King of CBS This Morning. Olivia, I feel the need for speed! Fearless a fitting description for Olivia Newton-John, especially during our off-road tour of her California ranch. Where are we going, Olivia? We're going down to see the horses. What are the horses' names? They're named
5: uh, Harry and Winston. Harry and Winston. They're my little jewels. Hi, Harry and Winston. Olivia, they're so cute. They're gorgeous. They? I, I can't ride anymore, so this way I can enjoy horses without feeling the pressure that I need to ride Yes.
6: The miniature horses ease her mind. Just as the marijuana buds growing in cups nearby... So here are this the little babies. Start. These okay. is how they start. These These ...ease something else. How bad was the pain? Really bad.
5: Yeah. Crying kind of pain. Oh, tears
6: pain. Yeah, tears pain. The pain can be unbearable, but the spirit remains unshakable. As the English-Australian superstar, who just turned 71, battles breast cancer for oh, a third time i think when you're dealing with something when you have a diagnosis like this how do you stay in the moment and stay present and not let it consume you and worry you
5: okay denial is really good mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really healthy but it was consuming my day and after time i went you know what I don't know what my time is, but I need to enjoy my life. So I'm going to eat a cookie if I want it. And I'm going to have a cup of tea if I want it. And if I want to have a little bit of wine, I'm going to do that because the joy of life and everyday living has to be a part of that healing process as well. Let me be there in your morning. Let me be there in your night.
6: Finding joy in life. It's not surprising for someone who brings so much of it to the world and for so long. Just a little we'll go a long way. It's hard to remember a time when Olivia Newton John wasn't in the spotlight. Four time Grammy Award winner, she sold 100 million albums with songs like, I love you, and, and Have You Never Been Mellow? See, all this time, I always thought it was, have you ever been mellow? I know. Yeah.
5: Do most, most people, people think th- that? Yes. Most people think that.
6: And the biggest hit of the 1980s? It's not from Madonna. It's not by YouTube. 2 It's from her. Let's get physical, physical.
5: I want to get physical. I want to get physical. Let's get into physical, let me hear your body talk. (laughs) Let's get animal. I mean, it was like, I sang it. Let's get animal. Yeah, let's get animal. I want to get animal. Horizontal. Yeah, let's get horizontal. (laughs) All those things were like so risque, you know, but now compared to what's on the radio, it's kind of like a lullaby. It's so true, Olivia.
6: There's also her film career and her role as Sandy, opposite John Travolta's Danny in the 1978
5: blockbuster
6: Grease. Turned out to be a game changer for you for a lot of people that's they still see you as sand do people still say sand yes <laughs> yeah. is that annoying or is that hey well at this point I'm I'm thrilled they recognize me <laughs> <laughs> Tenny. I don't know what to say she was 28 at the time
0: Suddenly, the
6: 15 years later, at 43, Newton-John's seemingly charmed life forever changed when she felt a lump during a breast self-examination. That was not the only devastating news that day. You were first diagnosed in 1992, which was not a good day for you because you get that diagnosis on the same day as the death of your father. Yes.
5: I have a daughter. I had a child to care about, and that was my focus. You know, I've got to get through this for her.
6: Following chemotherapy, she was declared cancer free until she learned it spread to her back in 2013. Never angry? I would, no, I would angry. just. Be, no. Help me understand how you're not angry. I would think so many people would be angry and frustrated and sad and say, you know, well, why me? No, why me it has
5: never been a part of it. But I never felt victimized. I never felt, why not? Maybe deep down I knew there was a reason or a purpose for it. Or maybe I needed to create one to make it okay for myself. Because it's a, again, it's a decision, how am I going to deal with it?
6: You choose. You choose. The cancer went into remission, but two years ago it returned again. She was told it's stage four. What do the doctors say to you about your prognosis now? Prognosis, I don't discuss prognosis
5: because that's... If they give you, in my opinion, if they give you a percentage or, you know, this many women get this and they live this long, you can create that and make it happen. It's almost like... I think I know what the statistics are, if, and, and, but I put them away but I, I'm i going to live longer than that. I've made that decision. Is death something that you think about? Try not to,
6: mm-hmm. but you know, I was I, wondering, yeah.
5: Um, you have to think about it, I mean, it's part of life. And of course, if you have a cancer diagnosis, um, your death is kind of there, whereas most people, we don't have a clue when we're going to die. And I could die tomorrow, a tree could fall on me. So it's just that we have that knowledge that we could die. But I'm not... Um, I try not to think about it too much, but I try to meditate and be peaceful about it and know that everyone I love is there. Yeah. So uh, there's something to look
6: forward to. Newton-John is touched by all the fans thinking of her and moved to tears watching a message that Hugh Jackman posted on social media during a concert in Australia. You are the most amazing person, the most amazing mum, most amazing ambassador, singer, dancer. We just love you. And I just thought right now, after three, we're going to say
4: we love you. One, two, three. We love you! That's so sweet. Love you. Oh, my oh, my
6: God. God. Yeah, but it, it it's better than people thinking, is she still here?
5: Oh, I know. It was lovely. Good it was so just... reinforcing and positive and, you know, it was lovely. And mm. just a thoughtful, really
6: thoughtful thing to do. Yeah.
5: Good girl. Good girl, Stella. Good girl, baby. <laughs>
6: Newton John spends most of her time at home with her husband, John Easterling. She calls him Amazon John. He's an advocate for the healing powers of plants, especially cannabis like the ones he grows specially for her. He is the crown prince.
5: Um, He's just a good, seriously a good human being and a kind human being, an incredibly smart human being and he's gorgeous to boot.
6: She's also close to her daughter Chloe from her first marriage.
5: She says to me, she says, you know mum, different people have different kinds of cancer and my cancer was my, my addictions and my problems and my anorexia and things I've had. So she feels like she's Kind of going through it with me and healing herself at the same time and facing her issues because I'm facing mine. So it's been a really wonderful period of growth
6: yeah. for you for both. both of us, for you both. Yeah. We
5: are our way.
6: Retired from performing, she's an activist and philanthropist and founded the Olivia Newton-John Cancer and Wellness Center in Melbourne. And here's my
5: wardrobe. I always have it set up like this. This November,
6: her most famous costumes will be auctioned off. Some of the proceeds going towards her center. The items include clothes from the movie Xanadu, the Pink Lady's jacket from Greece. And we all remember the unforgettable black outfit from the movie's closing number. Tell me about it, Stop. I don't know how you got in them. That's what I would like to know. Well, you know, I was I was pretty skinny girl, uh-huh. and they
5: were the perfect fit for me, except the zip was broken, so they would stitch me into them. What would happen if you had to pee? They'd have to unpick it and then sew me back in.
6: Really? So, yeah, I would try not to drink. So don't, I was going to say, don't drink water that day. Yeah. Skin tight back then, could she get into them now? How many people think Olivia can get in the pants? Short pants, yay! We believe in you, Olivia Newton-John. Okay. Today! da You did it! Come out! Whoa! That's amazing. That's amazing! <laughs> well, Bravo, they live Bravo, again. They live Bravo. again.
5: Only you could get me to do this oh, game. Oh, no, did it. You're the only I'm one.
6: No, Olivia Newton-John, you're the only one. With the style and that smile and so much strength. It's a decision how you choose to
5: feel about something. So I've chosen that path. I'm happy. I'm lucky. I'm grateful. Um, I have much to live for. And I intend to keep on doing it.
0: Hardly believe that was almost three years ago, when Olivia Newton-John was 71 years old when she spoke to gail king and now that she has passed away it has now become a sad world for the olivia newton john fans but we're all gonna miss her we're all gonna miss her after this brief ad we're gonna listen to another karen carpenter solo song so stay tuned folks Are you
4: one of millions of Americans who can't get enough of *Encanto*? Do you have an uncontrollable urge to sing and dance to its irresistibly catchy songs? I'm Lin-Manuel Miranda. Have the songs of *Encanto* brought your life to a joy-filled yet grinding halt? Now there's hope. Encantix, the only prescription medication clinically proven to curb your cravings for the Ngampo soundtrack.
6: Our kids were listening to Bruno two, maybe three hundred times a day. With Encantix, we've gotten it down to a solid 125.
5: We don't talk about food. No, 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 no.
6: Thanks, Encantix.
4: Encantix is a first-of-its-kind pill that doesn't go in your mouth. Simply insert one into each ear canal I'll take a break the sonic delights of national treasure lin-manuel miranda that's me now i can spend
1: less time singing and more time drinking our
4: work.. <laughs> and call me in the morning
2: incantix is not intended for use to curb hamilton moana or any other disney musical call your doctor if you can't stop talking about bruno for more than four hours Encantics may cause explosive jazz hands.
4: Encantics, <laughs> from the makers of Prozac.
0: We back on this Sunday edition of Random Stuff, folks. Now, let's get to listen to another Karen Carpenter song. Last night, we got to listen to Love Lines. Tonight, we get to listen to a song called If I Had You, which was also uh, arranged by Richard Carpenter for the uh, 1989 album Love Lines. Now, here is the solo performance of of If I Had You, from her eponymous album, Karen Carpenter, there it is, the late, great Karen Carpenter.
5: I wouldn't have this teardrop in my eye I wouldn't need the radio to be my lullaby If I had you, if I had you I wouldn't need the sun to light the morning If I could have your love to lighten Never for a second keep our love from burning bright If I had you you let me be with you tonight If you take my hand, I'll show you just how love could be so right If I had you
0: and that was the late karen carpenter with her solo hit if i had you now after this brief ad we're gonna wrap this episode up so stay tuned folks on this sunday edition of random stuff
3: hey y'all i'm luke combs and i love to fish but i'm no pro That's why I start every adventure with a trip to Bass Amateur Shop. The place for people who love to fish but don't have the faintest idea how to do it. Our friendly employees are ready to help find the gear that's right for you and answer all of your stupidest
4: questions. How wet is the fish going to be? Are fish animals or dolphins? How do they get all that salt in the water? Why is one fish fish and two fish is also fish?
2: I have no idea. But this
4: is
3: cool. We've got everything you need. From the little cranky tourney guys, the big tall shoes, dental floss, the scoop-de-doo, and a big-ass selection of Christmas ornaments.
6: When I used to go fishing, I'd always come home empty-handed. But thanks to the Bass Amateur Shop, I finally caught my first fish. Awesome! Put it in this big lunchbox.
3: Oh. Get it in there. You're not going to hurt it. Go get it. I don't know what that is. So come on down to Bass Amateur Shop, because you don't have to be a professional to get drunk on a lake. Located at exit 78, just off I-90.
6: Call us if you get lost. <laughs>
0: Finally, a good night's sleep. And that is it, folks, for this Sunday edition of Random Stuff. Be sure to tune in next week for the final two episodes before I take off for school. So, like the mid season finale ish for the next week. But until then, get rest and good night.